Let's go. Drop the mic and walk away. I'm not walking away. Oh. And then you're gonna talk down on me like I'm supposed to approach you about a situation I didn't even know about? I thought we were supposed to be cool. Wax. You might want to get some tickets from us so you can have better seats. You broke up that fight that last time? I you had to do your back out. Well, Hensha's not on Hennessy today. I think you're trying to act as though you're something that you're not. What am I? The official WAGS podcast. Welcome to Clapback. I'm your host, Drew Perforni, and this is the one place where cast and crew get a chance to tell you what really went down on camera and behind the scenes. And before we get to anything in the show, I just want to take a moment to remember all of our cast and crew and everyone living in Florida right now. Hurricane Irma came through last night and did a lot of damage. I actually have some family back in Florida too. So we're thinking about all of you as we put this show together today. And obviously we're here to have fun and we want to keep that going, but it just didn't feel right to talk about our friends and family and all of the cast and crew of WAGS Miami without at least letting them know that they're in our thoughts and we're all going to help to pull together and rebuild, repair, and stick together. Okay, with that said, today on the show from WAGS Miami, Astrid Bavaresco is here. I can't wait to ask her all about throwing that drink at Hensha. Why Hensha? What were you thinking? I want to ask her about that. I want to find out if she's still dating Jonathan from the Tennessee Titans. Uh, What she thought about Hensha and Michael kissing in the pool. Did she watch it? You bet she watched it. You know she watched it. And this is an uncensored podcast today because I want to play a game with her of Fuck, Mary Kill. And I'm going to use the people from the cast of WAGS and the people from the cast of WAGS Miami, the guys, the girls. And I just know we're going to be saying the word fuck over and over. So hide your kids and let's just have some fun. And after I talk to Astrid, I'm going to call Michael and give him a chance to defend himself. I want to ask him a few tough questions. I want to give him a chance to say as much as he needs to because, you know what, he's looking pretty bad in this situation. But is it all him? Is there another side of the story? I need to know. And in the producer roundtable today, we're going to be talking about the non-cast members on the show, like Miss Phyllis, Tiffany the Wedding Planner, Michael again, um, Jonathan, these people who end up being part of our TV show, but they didn't really choose to be there. They're just in these people's lives. So what do you do with these non-cast members? What if you get a dud? What if you get somebody who's weird? How do producers handle it? What are some funny stories? I want to talk all about the non-cast members who'd show up in the reality TV universe. We'll do that in the producer roundtable a little bit later on. Plus, we'll hear from you directly on our favorite tweets on the street, and we'll get to this week's Shady Lady of the Week right now. Shady Lady of the Week. Well, this week was a landslide for Hensha with 80% of the vote, which... I guess we could have predicted since Michael took the whole thing last week, and that was just based on the previews for this week's episode. Yeah, people have strong feelings about this Hensha Astrid Michael situation. Personally, though, I thought Miss Phyllis would be a stronger contender, uh, but she was a distant second place with just 16% of the vote. Miss Phyllis, you're going to have to bring it a little bit harder next time, I guess. So, for this week, Hensha, congratulations. You're the Shady Lady of the Week. And by the way, if you haven't heard my interview with Hensha on last week's podcast, make sure you check it out. No matter what your feelings are for her, if you love her, this is going to make you love her even more. And if you really don't like her, I think this might change your thoughts on her. She's so personable. She's so honest. She's vulnerable. She's funny. She's smart. It's a great interview. Check it out. 
You're listening to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast. Astrid Bavaresco, thank you for being on Clapback. How are you? Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. It's nice to thank see you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I've missed definitely. you. I know. It's been a couple of months, I guess. I know. Since Does everybody time. tell you that every time they come? Yeah, it's on every interview. I missed you. And I'm oh, like, I missed you too. Dang. Yeah. So how long are you in town for? Uh, probably like a week. What are you doing here? Um, I have this um, TV show that I'm doing on Thursday. It's like an interview, Spanish um, TV talk show type thing. And then I've been doing like a couple podcasts, a couple, you know, just wag stuff. Do you do a lot of like Spanish interview shows? Uh, I've been getting a lot of Spanish interviews. I mean, I feel like I'm the only Hispanic. I mean, Claudia too, but you know, Claudia doesn't really like doing all that stuff. So yeah, she yeah. doesn't. We don't see her doing press and that sort of thing. I feel like she's trying to stay as far as she can away from you guys. I I personally like Claudia a lot, but I know and that you know she, you can't say otherwise in front of me. <laughs> well, that's right. I know because all the girls know that you are on Claudia's payroll. Does that bother you when people say that? No, actually, it doesn't. I I crack up, you know, because. It's just, it's it's our dynamic, it's our friendship, and I love it. And, you know, whenever I'm feeling down, she's the one that's there for me. I feel like as much as I'm a Claudia cheerleader, she's an Astrid cheerleader, you know? So right. it's not like I feel like it's one-sided, like how everybody thinks it is. So that's why it doesn't really bother me. People, we just laugh. Do people ask you about that ever? Like, does Claudia does Claudia take care of you as much as you take care of her? Do people care about that? Like, what do, no, people, I think what do people ask you when they're on the street? Not really about that. Everybody's just like, I love how loyal you are to Claudia. I think the only people that see it negatively are you broads. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't put me in with that. Um, but do do people stop you and recognize you and all that good stuff? Yeah, it happens. Usually when I have no makeup on and look really, really shitty, that's when they're like, hey, are you the girl from Wax? Can we take a picture, Astrid? So I'm like... And what do you say? Do you say yes? Yeah, I feel like I have to because I'm like, you know, who do I think I am to be like, no, you know, really little do they know I don't feel really comfortable because I feel like I look like crap. But, you know, I feel like if I weren't if I were to like not do it, they'd be like, who does she think she is? You know, right. Do you feel like it was maybe better for you to not have Claudia uh, around as much this season, just as far as like. You know what? People get a chance to sort of see me for me. No, I think I missed her. Um, I was okay with just being like Batman and Robin. You know, I feel like sometimes, you know, it's not that it, it doesn't make a, a difference. But to me, I would have loved to have her around more. Just getting ready to go out. Like I miss that. I miss like getting ready to go out and be like, hey, are you going to pick me up? At what time are you going to get ready? Should I be at your house? You know, and helping her with the kids. Like that's the kind of thing I like doing. And then when I'm like riding to these places alone and the situations get heated and I'm like not I don't have her to cry to in the car on the way home like it's it's a little different when you know that you're going to an event and you know that there's that there's some tension between you and somebody else in the group how do you feel when you're in that car ride going there are you like sick to your stomach I think I'm very optimistic every single time I'm like you know what I'm gonna show up I'm gonna make the best out of it and I'm gonna try to talk and see if we can fix things or whatever. I never really think things are going to escalate to the level that they end up escalating to. Well, that's just it. I mean, we should talk about the dinner where the where you threw the water on Hensha. Was it water? What was it? I don't know. What was it? I want somebody to tell me what it was. Can we phone (laughs) Hensha? (laughs) We can ask her what was all over her. We can ask her, was it water? Was it because some people, I mean, I know I moved the wine out of the way. Okay. I know that I did that before. 
when she said, like, I'm going to throw this, like, wine all over or whatever. She was like, I'm going to throw this drink in your face if you don't want this drink all over your face. I know that I moved the wine out of the way because I thought that was going to end up on me. But it just ended up grabbing what was left. So I don't know if it was a drink or water. It's a I, mystery question. And you said in the episode last night when you guys were doing that cryo thing that they were like, have you ever thrown a drink on anybody? And you were like, nope, nope. that was my first time. my first time ever being that wild. And definitely, you know, I don't think Hensha was, like I said in the episode also, like, I don't think Hensha was the right person to do that with for the first time. Maybe I should have practiced with somebody else first. <laughs> <laughs> do you think you will ever do it again? Um, I think I, I would try not to. But in that situation, I feel like if somebody like presses me to that point where after her saying, I'm going to throw this drink on you, you're jumping from dick to dick and this and this and that, like always calling me out of my character like just really pushed me to do something. If I could go back, I definitely probably would have just been like, you know what, now you're doing too much, I'm gonna walk away. And I think I remember talking to you after that. You were like, you know what, I don't like that. I made that decision at the I time. I didn't, I yeah. didn't like that decision. I At that time, even like on my ride home, I don't think I was even so like upset at Hensha. I was like more upset that I let myself be pushed to that point. I was like, I can't believe that I let somebody that I really don't care about push me to this limit you know and yeah. that's when I realized how powerful words can be right you know because it wasn't really like who was saying it or anything it was just like the choice of words and the things that were said that just like really really got the best of me even last year there was some girl code stuff and there's some stuff that went down in Croatia. It's like you guys have this problem with each other. It's like a tension back and forth. And it's crazy, you know, because I feel like now where I am with Hensha is not where I was when we filmed this episode, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for me to go back and put myself into what I was feeling that evening, that day, or even when I found out that she had seen Michael. Like, I'm not I'm not there because I just like moved past it. Right. So I'm like trying to put myself back right. to where I was. That's gotta be the weird thing about watching yeah. these episodes. It's like rewinding your life. Yeah, because I'm the like, feelings you know, come back up again where you see her, you know, FaceTiming with Michael. She goes on this date with Michael, Michael yeah. at the Prime Hotel. They kiss at the end of it. Like, yeah. how do you feel when you see that? More like disgusted. Like, I don't think I could kiss a guy after I knew somebody like that he kissed especially if I didn't like them so I'm like ew like if Hensha doesn't like me and thinks I'm so nasty like why would she kiss a guy that I that knows that I <laughs> I kissed? never even thought about that because I think you know I think she, like she even said in the episode she's like it's like 20% revenge but it's 80% that I actually think the guy is hot cute and I get that so I'm you know I have to say like I was sort of with uh Hensha. I was like look someone throws a drink on me and there's somebody and I think I could get them and they're not really connected that deeply yeah. anyway I might do something like that. I'm not yeah. proud of it, but I might. But I never yeah. thought about it from where you're coming from. Where I it's was like, like ew, I thought she didn't like me. Them? Why is she kissing him? I'm like, ugh. She... And it's crazy that you guys think he's so cute, but I think Jonathan is so fine. I think Jonathan is fine, too. So There's I'm no like, question. you know, like, I, I think Michael, like, and then I, I, I look back at the situation and I'm like, if I wouldn't have met Jonathan, and at that time, I wouldn't have been, like, so digging Jonathan, you know, because after, like, the whole thing happened at the ice bar, which we didn't get because, like, I really, like, just walked out and got in my car and I was like, I'm fucking done with this. Oh, yeah. You know, the first person I called was Jonathan. And I'm like, hey, you know, like, that's it. Like, I let Michael know everything. Like, I'm done. Like, we're we're good, you know. And right. thank God Faven set me up with 
Jonathan because if not, I probably wouldn't have been entertained and I probably would have taken that situation a lot yeah. harder. We obviously know that there was about to be a date between Hensha and Michael and we wanted to film that. And so we know that's going on. And when, then we know that, you know, Michael has invited you to Fire and Ice, or you invited him to Fire and Ice Bar to have a talk with him. So we know that we have this other previous information. What are you thinking about the show, like the people in the show? Are you hating all of us at that point because you're thinking, why didn't you warn me? Or do you know, no, like, no, I'm conscious. Look- I know that it's not your place to say anything. I think that I definitely should have gotten a heads up from Michael. And, you know, even that, like, Michael, if we want to talk, drop some cheese in here, Michael's tried and he's written, like, paragraphs, blamed it all on you guys, on the producers, the whole nine yards that everybody does. He was like, that's nothing. Just downplaying the whole situation. I had to block him from everything. I blocked him from social media. I blocked his phone. I blocked him from everything. Wow. To me, it's like, you're a punk. You're not a man. Interesting. You know, so it wasn't even like my, I was like, I I wasn't even bothered at a hench. I was like, you know what? Like, it is what it is. Yeah. But it was more towards like Michael, like, you know, especially when I see this conversation, when he's being so flirty with her in a bikini and stuff like that. Like, I'm just not like, I I don't, I I don't really like, I'm not really like that. So like, I felt like I told him exactly what I was looking for. And he just seemed to be on the same page. And then to see him act like a completely different dude. I'm like, bro, you're fake. You're fake. From that day, I told him, I'm like, we will never speak again. And I think he thought I was kidding. And I'm I'm not. So what's the latest with Jonathan? What's Jonathan going on with him? Jonathan is good. He's doing great. Are you guys still it. in touch? Because it's been yeah. a few months since yeah, we were Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Filming. He's like really cool. And I, I mean, I definitely want them to keep watching the show and see what happens. So I don't really want to say much. But I really think Faven like really did a good job. I think okay. he comes from a great place, has a great family. Like, Do you like him fun. better with the hair up or the hair oh down? Oh, my God. That hair up is killer. Is hot. I'm like, I agree. When he put that hair up, I was like, I'm not having one more martini <laughs> because I'm usually not the type to go down on the first day, but this guy is hot. Okay, Astrid, do you think Claudia's ring was a shut up ring? No, definitely not. Um, Julius had the ring. I think Julius was waiting for the perfect moment. And I think he realized that there is no perfect moment for it. And I think he was just like, look, I don't want you to like have to think about it. I want you in my life for the rest of my life. You I know? think that's a lot of what people don't know is that Julius had the ring. Yeah. Before there was the reunion yeah, and all everything. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it right. wasn't like he woke up one day and was like, hey, you know what? Shut up. Here's I went out to, I don't know, K Jewelers and got you this ring. You know, like it's not what happened. Like he had this ring made for her. Right. He was just waiting. He didn't know how to do it. And yeah. I think that's kind of cute. Do you think he felt like, well, you know what? They're talking so much shit about like Claudia and her relationship and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Like I just want to shut them shut them up maybe it's a shut up ring for, for everybody them, else yeah maybe it's so everybody else can shut up yeah i think he definitely shot um saw season one and i think maybe that put things a lot into perspective because he's like wait i don't want anybody to see my woman and think that for a second i have any doubts about spending the rest of my life with her of course i want to be with her forever uh, we got to ask about claudia's wig because you're claudia's <laughs> you're claudia's best friend Stop. You know, it's gotten so Stop. much. Stop. Why? I, it has so much social media attention. Oh my gosh, I'm going to make Claudia's wig a social media account. <laughs> I love that. I love that. You probably get a lot of followers, actually. Yeah. Oh my Claudia's goodness. wig should have an Instagram. Well, okay, so look. I know that you're her best friend, and I'm not up. gonna bull. I like I'm. I'm not gonna bullshit. Like when I saw it on TV, I'm like, what is this? 
shenanigans, shenanigans, shenanigans. Like, this is just, it didn't look like that to me in person. It's funny because I had this conversation with Dee. She was like, girl, you blind. It looked like that. And I was like, really? I thought it looked so good. I was like, girl, you're killing it with your wig. Like, where can I get one? I wanted one too. What and I'm she... looking at it and I'm like, hell no, I'm glad I, I can't afford that wig. What is she thinking after seeing it on TV? Oh man, it's funny. She's just like, it looks like a helmet, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I think so. She was like, damn, like I didn't really know it looked like that, you know. It's what I like about it. But she her, was though. like, oh, she's the good f- thing, yeah, she owns it. She's yes. like, the good thing is that, I mean, you know, she's like, I could take off my wig. Some people are just it's <laughs> stuck with whatever they, they got. got you know, she's like, it's just a wig; it could come off, and I'm good with my natural hair. You know, I saw it the first time, and I was like, oh my god, dark hair, and I, I didn't, I don't. I don't know from wigs. I'm a white boy from the Midwest. What the hell do I know about a wig? And you, it, it actually, I even asked her, I'm like, oh, your hair's different. She's like, it's a wig. You know what I mean? Like, she was yeah. totally volunteered it. But but um, but after a few scenes, I was like, she's going to wear that wig for the whole oh, season? season? Yeah. And I just, I thought, your hair is so pretty. She like, has beautiful hair, too. I mean... It's funny, but I think also sometimes, you know, there's so many things as a woman that you can do and it like sparks your curiosity, you know, and I think in the case they were like at work, I know it was going really well with the brunette models, you know, so she was like, oh, you know, at work they they're saying, you know, the brunettes are just attracting really more sales for the modeling and all this stuff. So she was like, I think it might be a good idea for me to just, I don't want to dye my hair because I love my blonde color. So how about I just get this wig and give my hair an actual break because I'm constantly dyeing it, constantly blow drying it, constantly styling it, especially when I know I'm going to be on camera. So it like works out for work and I also get to give my hair a break. It was the right intentions, the wrong Wrong, execution. Right. Yeah. That's what it is. One of the things that you have said is that you like football players better than baseball players. I do. I like I like big guys. I do like that. But so that I feel like that's why I kind of like um, football players. They're like thicker. I mean, obviously, on you guys air out like my roster. You guys like this is Astrid. I have dated three football players. Like <laughs> I know, episode I one. I'm like I hate that. I know. Um, but I mean, if you see one thing in common from them three between like. Um, Pouncey, Albert, and Tulloch, like, they're all, like, big guys. Like, Tulloch is a linebacker, yeah. you know, and, like, the other were, like, offensive linemen. Like, they're big. Yeah. But baseball players are big, too. Some of them are got a little belly going on. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's the thing. I feel, like the, I feel like baseball players can go one of two directions. They're either fit and they look amazing or they're a little tubby. Yeah. And I'm not into that tubby baseball player look. I think I it's know. just there's something I weird know. about it. It feels very pear shaped. No, but I like I love like baseball players' butts in those uniforms. Yeah, I, I think you guys saw me in season one when I was like, let me zoom into their butts <laughs> and let me snap this. Do you think it's still okay to date multiple guys at the same time, or have you been once bitten twice shy by that, or what? What's going no, on? No, I definitely I'm still really open to that idea. I feel like. Unless you're like exclusively and you're on the same page with somebody, then you shouldn't, you know. Um, I feel like I was really affected by that comment that Hensha made, you know. And I think that just looking at somebody saying that to me live on camera and just sitting there and watching a show with my parents sitting there next to me. And I think like being promiscuous and having sex too prematurely into getting to know somebody has affected me in the past. 
So I don't want to give so off the advice. You're not, you're not gonna have sex now. You're gonna hold off for a lot longer. Yeah, or? I have for a, for a little bit. What day is today? <laughs> what day I is have, today? I have. I've been abstinent. I just made a decision a couple of weeks ago that I'm like, you know, that's it. Like I'm just really, I want to stay abstinent until I make this a different type of connection with somebody really? else. And it's crazy because I've always been a very sexual person, but I feel like this whole dynamic and these things being said and everything just like kind of made me like shut down in a different way so I don't want to like give off the message that I think you should like date multiple guys and sleep with all of them and then just whichever one it works out with no but it's okay to genuinely just go out date make a connection and like see who you like who you don't that's interesting so how long you been absent let me get my calendar hold on how many days no not days yeah, it's like a month, a little bit over a month now. You've been abstinent for a month. Mm-hmm. How's that going for you? I mean, a month is not a lot. It is, especially right. for like a single girl. That's you know, I've got true. like a month without having sex before. But um, how is it when you're doing it on purpose? Have you had any tempting situations? Yeah, where definitely. You're like, no, I can't. And the guy's like, "Come on," and you're like, "I mean, especially it's summertime." No, yeah, no. I mean, I definitely and I, I did. I hung out with somebody. I went on a date, and I was just like, you know, I've just. I've made a decision in my life of just like now going this route, you know, and this was just way out of my character. This this season's been like too much for me. And I feel like kind of that's where I'm at now. Wow. I you don't have to talk about your age, but it, you know, you're doing really well in your career. You're in your last semester of grad school. You have a successful swim line, Hera Swim. Mm-hmm. You're on a television show. You have everything going for you. Are you sort of like, okay, look, if I'm going to put this other piece, which is the relationship piece, in play, I need to start doing things differently? Yeah, I need to start doing things differently. I have sabotaged, like, sabotaged many situations myself, you know, and I don't want to be in that predicament. I do feel like I am getting older. I know what I want. And I say this, like, I feel like I was somewhere completely different when I first started filming WAGS and when I am today, you know, and it's funny talking to Claudia about it. She was like, wait, what? You just really like don't want to have sex with anybody. And I'm like, (laughs) yeah, like I don't, I just want to make a connection. Like I see the relationship that Claudia has with Julius and it's like so deep. And then I see a dynamic like Faven and Corey Mm -hmm. and I'm like, so beautiful. I feel like these people definitely made a friendship before it led to a relationship. What about you and Darnell? After you guys went to the cryotherapy yeah. and stuff and you guys are laughing and you're having a good time, it seems like at this point, you know, you guys are, are coming together and yeah. becoming friends. And I know you guys had an actual real friendship. I don't know what it is that I was watching. And I think it was, I was watching it with Claudia and she was like, she's so cute. Like something that Dee was doing. Like we were both like, how cute is that? You know, I feel like I've always been drawn to Darnell and, um, throughout even everything that's happened I've always felt like Dee's a good person you know and that's why like I feel like I like her I feel like I I also felt really strongly about what she went through with Rashad because even though like people didn't get to see my past like I've been through horrible breakups without children 
you know, and I could only imagine having to go through such a breakup, having a ring and then just, you know, all of that just going down how it did for her. So I always had like a like I just have a special place for D in my heart. And I feel like, you know, she has so much potential. Like she's I think D's like meant to be a star. Yeah. What about Ashley? Ashley in this episode cracked me up like that yoga class. Dude, that was too funny. But I feel like, you know, Ashley and I probably don't see eye to eye, but I love her dynamic with Phil. And I really love how um, what's Phil's mom's name? Miss Phyllis. Yeah. Miss Phyllis like really tests Ashley's patience. And I love it. I love it because she that is like that one person that Ashley's probably never going to like really like. I feel fully like Miss, attack. Miss Phyllis is Ashley's kryptonite. Yes, like, I love that. It, it's, I mean, I cannot imagine having like a mother-in-law like that because it's just really, really challenging. But I thought it was really funny how Ashley was like, I put some fresh flowers in your room. And then Miss Phyllis just walks away. She's like, you're welcome. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome, by the way. Like, it's so funny. It's, it's so funny. Miss Phyllis just has no filter in her mouth. I think we should make Miss Phyllis. Who's Miss Phyllis dating? Is she dating an athlete? Can we add her to, like, the <laughs> cast of WAG? Because she's the only one that can really, like, shut Ashley down. Like, Ashley sometimes just looks at her like, yeah. you serious? Like, <laughs> like, I can't believe I cannot believe you're saying this. I wonder what Phil's going to do. At some point, he's really going to just have to, like, do what Ashley says and tell his mom, like, well, it's cool like, it, cool it. Yeah, I mean. Is that look, coming? I, look, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but I will say. I hate this. I hate that the, I, I hate that if I'm not there, like, I don't know what's coming. But I would really love to see, like, Phil just kind of have that conversation with his mom. I think that now it's like the there's a little competition because I think it's really funny how Miss Phil all of a sudden is engaged and now Ashley's engaged oh. and it's just like I think they both want Phil's attention and I think Miss Phil might be a little jealous that Ashley has so much of it. Miss is he an only son? No, he's got a brother. But you know, Miss Phyllis, she sees that he's proposed to Ashley, and all of a sudden, and she she's gets engaged. Engaged too, but she's been with her guy for a long time. Yeah, so but I so then, why didn't she get married before? I don't know. I don't know. I, that I really don't have answers to. Like it's, yeah. Anyway, I I tread lightly because it's like this. I'm afraid of Miss Phyllis. Yeah. To be honest with you, I don't want to go toe to toe with her. Okay, I want to play a game with you. Can we play a quick game? Yeah, what okay. kind of game? We're going to play Fuck, Mary Kill. Okay, but I'm not fucking now. <laughs> That's right, so you're abstinent. So, But this would be in some time when okay. you would, okay? So let's start off. When I start fucking again. <laughs> let's start off with an easy one. Okay. Okay, so we got Jonathan, Michael, and Pouncey. You have to fuck one, you have to marry one, you have to kill one. What? Okay, so I'm definitely killing Michael. Okay. And then I, I have to I fuck and marry? Yep. Oh shit! Oh, this is a tough one. Um, I, I thought marry, this was gonna be the easiest one. I'd of marry, all. I'd marry um, Jonathan, and I'd fuck Pouncey one more time. <laughs> all right, cool, good, got it. Let's keep going. Let's go with uh, some more people we know from the show. Okay. I'm like trying to peek at your sheet. That's fine. You can okay. peek at it. I don't care. Uh, Phil, Corey, and Julius. This is so awkward. Yes, you got to bang one. You got to marry one. You got to kill one. No, I can't bang any of them. Come on. If, if, let's pretend they are not. There's, it's there's no, no, their no, partners no. are nowhere. The partners are non-existent. They've never even been born. They're not even okay. in the, on the planet. Even, okay, so who are they? Single Phil Willer, single Corey Legit, and single Julius Peppers. 
Wow, but they're such like three nice guys. Okay, I don't want to so kill anybody. You got to bang one. You got to. I don't want to kill one, anybody. Kill Mary. Um, I don't know. I think Corey would definitely probably be like a good husband. You would marry. You would marry Corey. Like a Corey. Okay. But and which I mean, one would Julius you kill? So good and which one would you fuck? No, this is so awkward. I can't answer this question next. No, come on. You have to. Okay, I'm I'm killing Phil. How dare you? I can't believe you just said that. And that's it. Next one. I'm not saying it. <laughs> Julius, though. Julius is a big guy. Yeah? No, I wouldn't. Okay. All right. Let's not make <laughs> it. I don't need to make it any more weird than it already is. Yeah, okay. Right. How about we do celebrity women, Amber Rose. Okay. Because actually, Amber Rose got brought up. Uh, Faven says that you know her. Yes. Personally. Yes, yes, so yes. Amber Rose, Britney Spears, Adele. What Britney? Like now Britney or like <laughs> bald Britney? Now, no, no, well, maybe bald. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Now Britney. Now Britney. Um, I definitely fuck Amber. Okay. You are so into Amber. I can see it. I love her. Yeah. I think she's. Have I, you guys ever? No. No, okay. no, no. She's great, but she'd definitely be the one. Of that list okay. to fuck. Um, who would you marry and who would you kill? I think oh, is that Adele has such a beautiful voice. I wouldn't want to kill her, but I'm killing her and marrying Britney Spears. Oh, my God. You're killing Adele <laughs> and you're marrying Britney? I was like such a big Britney fan growing <laughs> up. I cannot kill her. I love her. Oh, my God. I love. Hilarious. I have some love for Britney. So really? it would be a great marriage. Have you ever seen her in Vegas? Yes, of course. Are you kidding me? As soon as it came out, I was like, I need to go to Vegas to see Britney Spears. And I heard it's I've gotten to, better, actually. It's amazing yeah. to me. I was like, man, it's like. She's awesome. I love her. But this is somebody that like never missed a concert, always like listened I, to every song. I did not know that you were a huge Britney fan. I am obsessed with Britney Spears. Like my favorite all-time song is like Baby One More Time. Oh my gosh. Or Oops, I Did It Again. My f- those are really good. My favorite I think is Toxic oh, I and love Lucky. Toxic. Oh, Lucky makes me like cry. But um <laughs> Lucky was actually like I don't know, I mean obviously we like Hispanic people, we do like our quinces, the quinceañeras. Mhm. I had like a Britney Spears song that I walked into. Like it was, I was just like such a Britney fan growing up. So I can't kill her. Sorry, Adele. Let's do, uh, let's do the Wags Miami girls, and then we'll do some Wags LA girls too. Okay, okay. just as long as we're we're having fun oh, here. Crap. Wags Miami, Hensha, Kayla, Darnell, Mary, fuck, kill, fuck, Mary, kill, Hensha, Kayla. Okay, Darnell. this is an easy one. Okay. R.I.P. Hensha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Hensha's gone. She's so dead. Hensha's gone. Uh. I'd definitely marry Darnell. Mm -hmm. And then you would fuck Kayla. I guess I'm fucking Kayla. Oh, my (laughs) God. Kayla might be into it. She might be. Okay. She might be, but I think Darnell's wifey. I'm just in it for the cooking. If I could win. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Wags LA. Olivia, Barbie, Natalie. So you got a battle of the cousins. Okay. So Barbie. I'd marry Barbie. Mm -hmm. I'd fuck Olivia. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think Natalie's dead. Natalie's gone. <laughs> that surprises me. I thought you would have gone the other way with Olivia and Nat- Natalie. Really? Yeah. I think Olivia is so beautiful. Yeah. I think Olivia is just like a really, really beautiful girl. Um, and I think Barbie's definitely a wifey type. Got it. Okay, Sasha, Autumn, Nicole. Oh, this one's really, really tough. I can't kill any of them. Do you have friendships? Do you no, know them? No, I just like really like them. I think Sasha's so beautiful. So maybe okay, I'd fuck Sasha. I'm fucking Sasha. Okay, what do oh, you no, doing? No, but to I Autumn? think she's like an awesome like wifey too. Okay, so no. Okay, I'm gonna. Who are you killing? 
I guess Nicole's dead. Okay, Nicole's dead. But I really dead. like Nicole too, so it's tough. Well, I think she's killing it, and I think she's beautiful too. But right. yeah, I'm definitely okay. I married Autumn, and yeah. I'm fucking Sasha. Uh, what about the Wags LA guys? Oh okay. boy! Oh boy, Drew. Antonio Gates. Ooh. Uh, Larry English. Ooh. Sheldon, sorry. I'm killing Sheldon because I don't know what's going up with what's up with him. Yeah. And I'm like Team Barbie. So okay. Sheldon's dead. Okay. By Sheldon. And, and then who would I have? Larry English and Antonio Gates. Oh, this is so tough. I'm marrying Antonio Gates. I think he looks like an amazing husband. Okay. And then I yeah. guess I'm no, ew, I cannot even Larry because he like hooked up with Matisha. So I'm like, I cannot even think. So you're of gonna it. marry Larry? No, just kidding. Oh my gosh, this just got hot. No, what am I doing? Um Antonio Gates, Larry English, Sheldon Sorry, fuck Mary Kill. Oh, this is tough. Okay, Are I said I'm marrying Gates. And then I guess I'm fucking Larry and killing Sheldon. Matisha yeah. is gonna be so upset with you. She's gonna well, it doesn't really matter. Upset. What did the hench say? Fun? She's not really my friend. <laughs> Matisha's not really your friend? Yeah, she's not my friend. <laughs> All this fear and love and war. That's um, what I learned this year. Okay. Astrid Bavaresco, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Astrid Bavaresco. That's it. That's easy. Thanks so much for coming. No, thank you so much, Drew. I only have one question. Here's a little unsolicited advice. All right, let's go. Hey, this is C. Jolie calling, and my opinion on the last episode of WAG is I don't get why Astrid was crying when she went on that date with Michael and he revealed to her that he went out with Hensha because she clearly had a way better connection with Jonathan, and Hensha and Michael seem to have a better connection as well. I do think Hensha was petty for going out with Michael, but at the same time, I don't think they're friends, so she wasn't really breaking any girl code. But on the outside, looking in, people might think she's desperate because she went for someone that Astrid had already gone on a date with. Thanks for that call, C. Jolie. And if you want to sound off about anything you saw on the show or have thoughts about anything you heard on this podcast, call our clapback on-air voicemail and leave us a message. 310-299-2961. We'll play the best ones on the air and give you a chance to be a regular contributor. So call us and give these wags a piece of your mind. That's 310-299-2961 for the clapback on-air voicemail. You're listening to Clap Back, the official WAGS podcast. What's up, Drew? How you doing, man? Good, man. Just, uh, what do we got here? We got like two weeks left of the season, and then and then that's a wrap. Got two weeks left of your season, and then it's a wrap, but we still got episodes left of WAGS Miami. Uh, have you been keeping up with it? Yeah, I have. Um been watching it week by week actually a couple of our teammates we get around and 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 check it out what's every that? sunday what's right that after. like um i feel like i've i said everything that you know i would want to say or like how i would how i would say it hadn't it not been cameras in my face so like i feel i feel fine about it so you know obviously um kayla and eric introduced you to astrid you go out on a double date then you go out on a uh, you're on a date by yourself with her. You guys seem to have a, a nice time. There's a kiss at the end. And then there's some drama between Hensha and Astrid. And next thing you know, you guys are, 
you guys are uh, spending a little time together playing some volleyball on a rooftop uh, pool area. Right. Uh, yeah. I mean, that happened. That happened very quickly. You know, meeting up at the at the pool, all of us together, and then then seeing Hensha. Yeah. You know, obviously she has she's got a good looking crew with her, and I guess the, the altercation kind of triggered Hensha for us to meet up. Tell me from your side what your feeling was, why it was okay to go out with Astrid a little bit and then go out with Hensha. Like, from, from your point of view, like, what, what were you thinking in that? To casually meet up with someone, I mean, I, I'm, I'll always say yes to that for sure, especially because we already met up together while I was with Astrid. And then, I don't know, just certain things led to certain things and we ended up kissing in the pool. And when you look back at it, is there anything about it that you regret? Or if I if just... I was if I was exclusive with somebody else, I would not entertain that option. But I mean, I'm single, and I knew Astrid was single, meaning that she's probably seen other guys. So like, I'm never the one to put my eggs in one basket. If you know, if nothing's really serious. Have you talked with Astrid at all since then? Uh no. Um. Me and Astrid kind of had a falling out after after the uh, the frozen room. <laughs> the frozen um, room. <laughs> Think, things got really cold after the ice bar. Things got really cold after that one. Not heat up. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we just had Astrid on the show, and she was still very much uh, not a Michael fan. She was like, uh, he tried reaching out to me a few times, and I told him, "You think this is a joke? This is not a joke." Uh, you, you know, basically you did her dirty and she just never wants to speak to you again. And she was firm on that. And she actually feels like whatever was going on between she and Hensha, um, the, the real, the real bad guy here was you because you came between two, two girls that are part of the same circle. I'm not, I'm never the one to lead somebody on. And there was no, there was no conversation saying, "Hey, we are just going to date each other." So, for people to get extremely upset in a situation like this, it's there's no reason for it. I mean, in every everyday life, you you have people dating two, three, four people. You know, if, whether it's casual going and grabbing a coffee, I mean, that's a date. I mean, that's what happened with me and Hensha. And it just led to something a little bit more at that specific time. You know, I would never go out and and force my hand into someone else's circle. But considering that I met Hensha with Astrid, and I mean, there was some, there was a conversation that wasn't aired on the show that you know maybe I would have liked to be aired to to help my case out a little bit. But she she told me some things about Astrid and. You know, once I heard those things, it was like, okay, she's not, she's not trying to be exclusive with me, that being Astrid. So I'm just going to go for it and, and, you know, make the best of that afternoon. And, and that's what we did. Have you and Hensha been in touch since then? Yeah, we talk, we, we, we've been talking, you know, we, we kind of want to keep everything, you know, low key with, with what's going on here, but we talk here and there. Yes. So when you watch yourself back on TV and, and you see yourself get tangled up with two of these different women that are both on a television show, is this something that you would ever do it again, do again? <laughs> you know what? I, I'm a very spontaneous person. So like if I, if I believe in it and I, if I'm attracted 
to the two people, then then sure, why not? It's it's an interesting situation. Like, what was your feeling about going on dates, being intimate, kissing on camera? Like, what was your feeling about that? I guess I didn't really know what to expect because I've never done it before. But I mean, you got Astrid and Henshaw. You got two, you know, cool personalities, fun people to hang out with. So that also makes it a lot easier. Have you ever had this happen to you before? No, never actually. <laughs> never. Uh, what else? What's next for you, Michael? Uh, what's next? I'm going to go back down to Florida after my season. I have a wedding to attend to on the 23rd. And then I'm going to shoot to L.A. for a little bit, back to Vancouver to see the family, and then go play some winter ball in Venezuela come early October. All right. Well, where can people find you on social media? I'm most active through my Instagram account. So you can just find me. Um, and my handle is Michael Kraus 21. Well, is there, free. is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to you want to say? You know what? I think we I think you asked all the right questions and cleared everything up. Thanks for doing this. Absolutely, man. Uh, when I shoot through your town, I'll let you know. Yeah, hit me up. All right, my man. You're listening to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast. Welcome to the Producer Roundtable. Uh, with me today, I have... I'm Grant Rickard. I'm the co-executive producer. I'm Jonathan Sokolow. I am just a lowly producer. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Yet indispensable. Oh. That's right. For the Producer Roundtable today, non-cast in the reality universe. So whether we're talking about Miss Phyllis or Tiffany the Wedding Planner, Michael, Astrid and Hench's guy, or Jonathan... Astrid's new guy. How do these regular people feel about being on camera? When a, a non-cast member appears in something that we shoot with a cast member, Miss Phyllis, for example, and we watch them here in post, and she just popped, and we're just like, oh my god, we Miss Phyllis needs to come back often. Last year, we went to uh, Atlanta um, because Ashley had to report for duty, and. Um, we, Miss Phyllis was uh, throwing a barbecue in her backyard, and it just so happened we we saw more with Ashley's mom and dad than we really saw with Miss Phyllis, and and Miss Phyllis I think was a little shy last mm. year to be honest. She just yeah. didn't. Maybe she knew that once you unleash the beast, like you better watch out. So yeah. anyway, you maybe know, she needed a couple more drinks. <laughs> maybe That's she needed it. a maybe she needed a Michelob. Yeah. So so she um I'm not going to speak for her, but just like my own guess is that she saw season one and saw that. Ashley's parents were getting some good time on TV and she was like, wait a minute. And I mean, obviously it's like her interactions with Ashley have a past. So I don't necessarily think she was pushing it, but I think she was probably just allowing us to see who she really was. Yeah. Well, lucky for us because what a gift. Yeah. She what is great a great TV. Gift. Yeah. The dynamic between her and Ashley was fantastic and there's a lot of potential there and in a similar way that Michael was like Michael was mm -hmm. so like charming and at ease on camera especially when we show a wag going on a date and they hit it off with somebody like that's like one of the most exciting things because like we're all watching in post it's like oh my god look at her body language like there's obviously a spark and a connection here and everything and like you just definitely want 
more of that. Well, and it's like Kayla and Eric are friends with Michael. This was the guy that they thought would be good to set up with Astrid. Like, that's not a casting decision. We're not going out and casting for this. Right. We're just like, okay, Kayla, let's hope that Astrid's interested. Let's hope that he doesn't mind being on camera. It's it's a wild thing to do, to right. leave like your franchise in the hands of some random person you've never met before. Yeah, let's hope he wants to be on camera, and then let's hope he's not like super weird on camera <laughs> and super put off by that. Have you guys ever had anybody, have you ever seen a non-cast member just be weird, and you're like, what is this person doing? On another show that I worked on, we had a woman was going out with a trainer who... In the unedited footage, like he was like really attractive. He was like charismatic and charming and and definitely flirtatious. And you know, again, we were like, oh, this guy's great. He pops. Like we need more of this guy. Like we, we would love it to, to shoot more with this guy. And we did. And then when we started cutting the scenes down, the the flirtiness that he had started to take on like this a little bit of a creepy, <laughs> desperate kind oh, of uh, feeling. Oh god. And we. <laughs> Nobody felt comfortable. It wasn't sexy anymore. It was <laughs> it was kind of uncomfortable, and we ended up not using some of the stuff that we shot with him because yeah. it, he he gave a certain vibe that people were not reacting positively to. Like I used to work on Millionaire Matchmaker on Bravo, and you know a lot of the times it's like you know these people go on dates, and you never know is the date going to be good? Is it going to be really awkward and uncomfortable? Are they going to hit it off? Is it going to be a fiasco? And it's the same with this. We were actually very lucky this season. Like we got a number. Like I I think every date that we showed was like like a win. Yeah, yeah, I think that's been like a big success for us on this season of WAGS at least is that uh, the guys don't feel like a producer just shoved them in front of the camera and are like, oh, hey, you two should, you know, hook up now. Right. They all came from mutual friends. You know, they're already a part of the sporting WAG circle. So right. it just makes all the dates, I agree, you know, feel a little bit more real and authentic because they are. And I feel like the one thing that is universal about these non-cast members is they're not used to having a microphone on. You know who is. So there's definitely been many times where I've heard a lot of really funny stuff. Like um, I remember once I, I hear this person just calling home, just freaking out that they were on TV. Right. Like, Mom, I'm going to be on TV. You know? <laughs> that happens all the time. Like People forget about their mics. And of course, we have these little earpieces in our ears so we can hear all of the mics at once constantly. You hear everything. So you hear them going to the bathroom. Right. You hear them talking about the producers behind their back. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people peeing. Yes. <laughs> Too many, more than a, I want. And again, it's this world of the reality universe. The cast, obviously, they forget about the cameras, but they become used to the process. Non-cast members, they never really get a chance to. When it's a person who is depicting their business on our show, like they're like, oh my God, here's a great opportunity to showcase what I do. And then they they sort of try to veer it into like this weird commercial kind of a thing. Like I remember last season, we shot something with uh, Darnell and Rashad looking at a house. And the real estate agent was all over the place pointing out things about the house and it was just she was uh, it, like it was like an episode of house hunters right, and right right and we were like this is about darnell and rashad so like right. let's, let's have you go check on something in the kitchen there are sometimes too being in the field where we have people show up and they're just mute so it's always tricky for well, non-cast members to know what to do i know that tiffany because of what she does she's a, a you know a wedding planner for very high-end clients and so she's appeared on another reality show and i think she 
felt like that was a, a bad experience for her. So I think she she had her a nervousness in the in the beginning about really wanting to be on camera again because you know they're gambling with their business. Yeah, that's always the gamble when a person is on a reality show depicting a business. And I've worked on shows that take place at a business. And yes, we're going to show this mishap or whatever the case may be, but we want it to pull through in the end. Yeah, uh, but and then the other side of that is that it's great exposure, whether or not it goes wrong. So, it, you know, you want that exposure, but you don't want it to look like you're running a sham of a business. Right, but that's the thing, too. It's like, okay, so let's say we go and we watch, you know, Tiffany. She's showing the the centerpiece for the flowers and so on and so forth. Now, if something had happened to that centerpiece mid-shoot, my guess is she would probably say, no, no, I don't want you to show this, I don't want you to show this. Mm -hmm. But I think the advantage might be, let's show it and let's see how you react to it. Because things happen all the time, but it's how you handle it as a business owner that A, is interesting, right? Because now all of a sudden there's some drama. And B, it really shows like you're on top of your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well guys, uh, thank you so much for doing this. We'll see you next week. Adios. Bye. They follow me on Twitter. They follow me on Twitter. Tweet on the street. Twitter. 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 Follow me on Twitter. Okay, here's what you're talking about on Twitter right now. At Tony Cross 2 says, Wags Miami, I love that Faven's husband misses her and wants her home. It's kind of sweet. It's better than the alternative. That's true. That's true. But do we have to have one or the other? Maybe there can be a balance. And I think towards the end of the episode, the two of them came together and saw each other in a new light. It was so sweet. Uh, let's see. At The World To Me says... Faven, yes, it's very important to have your career, but make sure you handle things at home as well before some chick thinks she can do it for you. I don't know. I think Faven's doing a great job at home, and I think she can still run a business too, but hey, that's just me. Let's see. At IRIP, Vivian writes, Wags Miami was lit. I enjoyed every scene except Phil's mom bothering Ashley. Well, if we don't have that, we're missing out on a huge part of that family. I mean, that goes on between those two. There's a tension there, and we gotta show it. At My88Dodgers writes, What the heck? Was watching Wags Miami last night, and there was no Claudia San Pedro. She's my all-time favorite Wag. She's there. She'll be here. Don't worry. You'll see her. At Mickey Cassidy writes, How can Astrid be upset that Michael was dating someone else, even if it was Hensha? Well, hopefully you found your answer in her interview today. At Lynn9229539 writes, So, Kayla set Astrid up with Michael, and next week, Astrid kicks her out of her event? Question mark? I know, right? There's so many questions. That's why we have to keep watching. All right, those are the tweets on the street. Keep them coming. And make sure you leave a message on the on-air clapback voicemail. Remember, you can sound off about anything you saw on the show, questions for your wags, and most importantly, give them some of your best advice. Just call us, 310-299-2961, and we'll play the best ones on the air. In the meantime, reach out to us on social media, at clapbackwags on Twitter. Email us at clapbackwags at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Clapback, the official WAGS podcast, right now on iTunes. That's all for now. We'll see you next week.